As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hello, yes, uh, my name is Simon Miller. I think that Miro is overrated. Which is a lie! Of course I don't think that. I think Miro is one of the greatest human beings that has ever been put on this planet. And talk about people getting born. Everybody lies. I'm talking about you, I'm talking about me, and yes, I am talking about your own mother. I know that's hard to take, but let's face it, if she's never told a fib, that would make her even more weirder. I mean, she's probably a sociopath. So now I have insulted your mother, let's get on with the video proper, because somebody that does lie to you a lot is the wrestling industry. Now, some of these are quite fun, that's what we're going to talk about today, but some of them are outright terrible, like false advertising. You can't go, well, Steve is going to be at the event, even though you know deep down in your tum-tum, Steve ain't coming. So that's right, WWE has told massive lies, and here's why. Damn it, forgot to leave the space. <laughs> Tell you what, oh, let's get, a, let's get a puppet to do it. Give me one second, here we go. I can't control his arms, but look, why? Here's why. What an absolute goof. We will start with the most topical one and which brought this list to light. And also, it's actually one that we're preempting because it hasn't happened yet, but all you need to do is look at the evidence and it's pretty damn obvious. I mean, I will be more shocked if WWE doesn't go back on this, but given that we are about to have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam 2022 for the 922nd time, WWE had to come up with some kind of tagline. And if you can believe it, they've gone for... One last time. And do you remember this happened at WrestleMania as well, but there it was, the biggest match in WrestleMania history. But during it, commentators were still going, oh, not only is it the biggest one, but we'll probably never see it again. So all they've done now is removed the WrestleMania branding and just come up with a different spin. I do understand this has come to pass because of injuries and the rest of that, but do you not think at some point in the indeterminate future, Vince McMahon will be sitting there with his pen going, hey pal, I don't know what to do next, and somebody will suggest looking for brownie points, oh, we could do Brock versus Roman. Vince McMahon will orgasm everywhere, shouldn't have said that, because he clearly loves this match, 
and it will happen again, and then they'll call it one last time again, again. And it's so surreal because I love both of these guys, but there's only so many occasions when I can see it. It's like being given a bunch of starters when all you want is a main course. What? Moving on to number nine is kind of where the proof from this comes, because I am going to say four words to you once in a lifetime. This still cracks me up because at WrestleMania 28, we did do The Rock versus John Cena, and this too was the tagline there. Now let's go through each of these words individually. Because we've got once, and that means one. We also have in and a, but they are basically conjunctions, so they are linking the sentence together so you understand the significance of the first word and the significance of the last word. And finally, we have lifetime, which is defined as the duration of somebody's life. Well, I am still on round one, and I saw this fight. <laughs> we did it again. <laughs> At WrestleMania 29. Dead. I mean, WWE should have just realized what they were doing here and done a wink, wink, nudge, nudge and put on twice in a lifetime because it would have made me laugh. But instead, they went for the really boring greatness versus redemption. This was all because John Cena had lost the year before. But don't forget about the 12 months in between where he absolutely smashed it. That doesn't fit our story. And look, I do get it. These two shows made all the money. So who the hell am I to criticize it? But when you do look at it literally <laughs> once in a lifetime, twice. <laughs> Wrestling is the best. Which is why I also do enjoy number eight, even though it was a lie, the never-ending feud between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. No, I'm fine with these because both guys are amazing, but why WWE even alluded to it, I don't know. Because ever since they did start saying it, Kevin and Sami have fought a grand total of 27 times. But by the time this video goes live, it could even be higher. And sure, the point at the time was WWE going, well, one of them's going to Raw, one of them's going to SmackDown, so it may never happen again. But they weren't using maybes, and they weren't using ifs, and they weren't using buts. They were saying, well, I tell you, if you enjoy these two having a bit of fisticuffs, you better doubly enjoy it because it's out the window. Seriously though, putting that to one side for one second, let's get them back together and reinsert them into my life. I don't care what it is, singles, tags, ladder matches, weird stipulations. These two dudes just smash it. Which wasn't totally the same for number seven, because we are going to be talking about Matt Riddle. Excuse me, Riddle. Now I do admit this one can be argued, so please do that down in the comments. But a few weeks ago, as of me making this video, Riddle had a match with Roman Reigns for the WWE Unified Universal title with the stipulation that if he lost, he'd never be able to challenge the head of the table again. Now I don't know why we felt the need to do that, but we just did. Now it was a great contest and you should go and watch it, but then three days, three days later, Riddle came out onto Roy's like, oh, bro, can't believe I lost that much, but hey-ho, now I'm just going to get in the money in the bank and I can cash it on Roman Reigns and we can do it again. On the one hand, this is quite smart and it also shows, oh wow, that briefcase has so much power. But on the other, this is why I get mad, WWE has gone back on so many of their stipulations over the years. Now, when somebody says something on TV, this doesn't affect me emotionally. I just go, well, they're clearly going to find a way to get out of it, so why do I care? It's even worse if you do invest emotionally and then it's rendered null and void. I mean, I'm a sensitive Sally. Makes me upset. I mean, it'd be like watching any other TV show. And at the end of one episode, it's like, oh, we killed off Johnny Main character. What are we going to do? And then you get to the next episode and Johnny Main character just like, all right, I'm back because the executives decided they made a mistake. Now, I know you're going, Simon, wasn't that the plot of Dallas? It was. And did it work? No. And also, just to back that up, that's essentially the plot of Lost. Let's not talk about it. And surely we all have to agree on number seven, though, because do you remember when we were told no more title rematches? 
I mean, that was actual baloney. It all started when the McMahons and Triple H came to the ring and they duped us straight away because they were like, you're the authority now. And I still haven't received one paycheck. And for some reason, Shano felt the need to say, from now on, when a champion does lose their championship, they can't just say, hey, I'm going to have an instant rematch. About five minutes later, we just started doing it again. And it really is confusing because this wasn't one of WWE's issues at the time. So they ignored all the things they probably should have addressed and just did this instead. And then, yeah, went back on it. Now, I secretly do love all of this because it's such a blasé attitude. I can't help it. And I get that makes me part of the problem. But that's all right. You can throw me in there with the rest. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Which is kind of the same for number five, Raw versus SmackDown, one night only, my ass. I mean, the lines have been blurred so much this year. If we get to Survivor Series and WWE starts going, brand warfare, brand warfare, I'm actually going to get upset. I mean, even specific champions just turn up on Monday and Fridays now and go, hi, I'm so happy to be here. So you cannot pretend to me that they care whether they're team red or whether they're team blue. I mean, it's been this way for years, which is why it's so silly when the commentators say, hey, welcome to Survivor Series, the one night where Raw and SmackDown go at it. But if you try and do that in 2022, you are just outwardly lying. I mean, it just makes the other 11 months of television absolutely pointless. However, there is one reason why I want Survivor Series to say Survivor Series. 
Because if things do stay as they are now, our main event will be Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns. And listen to me, friends. I need that more than you know. Now, with all the ones we've talked about so far, I suppose you could say, well, that's just wrestling nonsense. But number four isn't, because we're talking about wrestling attendance numbers, which WWE will make up and then a few months later have to tell you the truth because legally they have to. Now, I get why people do this. I would do it as well. If I had put 40,000 butts in 40,000 seats, I would come out and say, actually, it was 45,000. I mean, somebody will always believe you, but WWE just has to push it so far and usually adds about 10 to 15,000 people. But because they're a publicly traded company and they have to tell the truth to their stockholders, yeah, we get to the financial report and they go, oh my gosh, WrestleMania did 400,000 people. Actually, no. It did 82, but don't say it too loud. Now, it does work because only nerds like me go and read those reports, so nobody has a clue. And it's also why in 2022, people are still talking about how many individuals went to WrestleMania 3. I mean, the going number is 93,173, but the real number is closer to 82,000. And the best part is, the only reason WWE did this is because the Pope was also at the Pontiac Silverdome. And everyone was like, well, we got to beat the Pope. I suppose somebody else says, what if you don't beat the Pope? And then somebody else went, ha ha, we can just lie. And all of this was the same in 1999 too, when the WWF was super hot. And it may have actually been worse then, because they could have done whatever they wanted. And this was mostly because the feud between Vince McMahon and Steve Austin was so popular, nobody wanted it to end. But by the time we got to the turn of the millennium, it was a bit like, well, we've done everything. What else can we do? One of the things thrown on the table was a match at the fully loaded pay-per-view where it'd be Undertaker versus the Rattlesnake for the WWF title, but fought under first blood rules. And we really went to town on this one as well because if Austin lost, he would never be allowed to challenge for the WWF title again unless he won money in the bank. Whereas if the Undertaker lost, Vince McMahon would be banned from WWF television forever. So do you want to know what happened in case you weren't watching back then? Austin did win. McMahon was gone for two months. Then he returned and he beat Triple H to become (laughs) the WWF champion. Let's just stand and stare, shake our heads for a while. Because I tell you, even though it was, you couldn't write this stuff. This is just true for the McMahons though, as we have seen as we've gone through all of these. Because in at number two... The damn lockbox. Now, I'm still annoyed about this because I am a loser. But after Shane O'Mac had returned to WWE, for some reason, he got thrown into a match with The Undertaker with Vince telling him, if you lose, you're never allowed to be in charge of Raw again. This is all satellite too, and this is confusing, so stick with me, because Shane had a lockbox that he promised had a bunch of secrets about Vince McMahon inside. And therefore, if he was defeated, he would give the lockbox back to his old man, and then vice versa. I mean, look, it's stupid, it doesn't make any sense. Now look, Shane was defeated, so yeah, okay, officially, nobody had to tell us, but you don't introduce a plot point like that and then just go, poof, it's vanished, and that's not the only thing you can get mad at, because like I said, Shane McMahon lost, and on Raw the following night, Vince McMahon went, ah, well, you can be in charge of the show anyway. So this was just taking a live cannon and firing it into your face. Which is the same as number one, I couldn't believe this, I had to go back and check it, the inaugural Undisputed Champion. Now thankfully WWE didn't do this more recently when Roman Reigns put all these belts together. But back at TLC 2013, we had John Cena versus Randy Orton, the World Heavyweight Champion, taking on the WWF Champion. And when Randy Orton won and he took these pieces of gold and turned it into a single trinket, everybody went, wow, the inaugural Undisputed Champion, 
and somewhere Chris Jericho was like, well, what the flub about me? I mean, it just seems so ridiculous because Y2J had made this such a big part of his character and now it was just being flushed down the toilet. Now, I'm going to presume this did happen because around the same time, Jericho had said, you know what? I am going to be a wrestler, but I want to be a TV star and I want to be a rock and roller. So all of a sudden, we have to try and change history, even though that's not how it works. So he tried to expunge it for the record, which was also doubly dumb because Chris Jericho wasn't technically the first one either. But we don't need to get into that. So now you have learned, never trust wrestling.